Today's vod was dedicated for the company called Lantech. Bezat Hashem and the zechut of the limuda Torah and the zechut of the tzedakah. It should be matzliach b'chol ma'asei lehem. Amen. Oh, Rabbi Shlaim is So we're about to start a topic that is so deep but so fundamental of understanding how the human being operates, okay? It's going to be very hard to teach this. It is very, very deep, and he has to bring out all the points. Hey, Yehuda, what's up? Isaac. So let's try to, I, I probably, I'm not sure yet how I'm going to teach it. I'm going to give you a little bit of an overview. And then probably I will go through Reb Chaim Friedlander. You ever heard of him? Reb Chaim Friedlander has a vad on Anova, and he goes through part of this piece of Rabbi Sol and he explains it. So I might teach you through that. But first, let me give you a little bit of a overview, okay? There are two separate kohot hanefesh, kohot that a person has, two different functions, two different facets of a human being. One of them is called seichel, Okay? Seichel means you use your mind to try to figure out the truth. That's Seichel. Then there's something called Hispilus. You know what Hispilus is? To be touched by something. Hergish. Okay? Seichel with Hispilus. And they work very, very different, very differently. And we're going to learn about that and how to use Seichel in Midas, and how to use his spilus in Midas. Okay, that's a very deep thing that we have to figure out. In general, in general, learning uses a seichel. Right? Because you're trying to figure out the sugya. The seichel doesn't focus on one point. The seichel has to go through all the pratam of the sugya and see it from this side and see it from that side until you figure out the lumdus of the sugya or the halacha of the sugya, right? So the seichel is not central, hyper-focusing on one point, okay? So learning is basically generally done with the mind. We'll talk about how you could use his spilus in learning too. But learning works with the seichel. And the seichel doesn't focus on one point and think about it over and over and over again until it creates a feeling of his spiders. It's more seeing the sugya from all the different sides and going back and forth and hakiras and questions and answers and analyzing all the different parts, right? That's seichel. Davening, unfortunately people don't know how to daven. So this is very important. We have to learn how to open up the reservoir feeling because that's davening. Davening, what it does is it takes one point and you focus on that one point until that one point touches you. That's called a spilus. Understand that? That's the difference between seichel and his spilus. So if a person focuses on one point until he really, really is disappointed in it and then it touches him, that's a spilus. You can have that in learning too, which means... After a person learns the sugya, let's say, right? And then he comes out with a certain way 
how he thinks the sugya works. If he thinks about it a lot, and he goes it over and over and is explaining it, eventually he becomes touched by it. Wow. What an unbelievable depth. Okay? Now, that's a very important thing to do in your learning too. Because you want to have, that when you're learning, when you learn, you should have feeling. And then you feel attached to your learning. And if you feel attached to your learning, then you don't have to be attached to other things. Because the learning will attach to you and you'll feel good about it. Okay? So I don't know if you notice, but a lot of times, let's say I'll give a schmooze or a bad, right? And I'll develop a very deep point. So somebody will come over to me afterwards and ask me from here, and I don't want to answer. Just think about the point. Think about the point. Connect with the point. That's using the koyach of a spilus. Just go it over and over and over and over until it touches you. Wow, what a chiddush. What a new way of learning. What a new way of seeing things. So it has to touch you. That point of connection with your learning is extremely important because you develop a connection. But connection through his spilus, through this koyach, over his spilus, only comes from hyper-focusing on one point. Seichel doesn't focus on one point. Seichel is seeing the sugya from all the sides. So Seichel doesn't get in a spall. Seichel figures something out. Follow? It's very deep in how the mind works and how you connect to something. So now, what uh, Rabbi Saul is going to teach us, a very deep thing, is about how Anova works and how Gaiva works. Okay, that's the subject. The subject is Anova and Gaiva. Okay? So Anova is going to be a hergish, a feeling. I feel, I feel a certain feeling of being smaller than people around me. That's a hergish, it's a feeling. Gaiva is a feeling. I feel bigger and greater than the people around me. So it's hergation. Now, how does that hergish work? So Anova, he's going to explain to us that Anova and Gaiva doesn't work with Seichel. It works with his spilus. Why? Let's say, for example, if I could hyper-focus on one point about my friend being bigger than me, that one point, so then I'm like, wow. I become totally my spilus. It just takes me over. He doesn't think about anything else, only about that one point. His myla versus my chesaron in that area. So then I'm nispol and I feel that he's greater than me. That's a spilus, not seichel. We'll see. Because seichel will say, let me dissect the human being. It's true he has a lot of this and he has a lot of that, but he has also these chesrays. I start taking apart the whole subject. In the world of seichel, I won't reach humility. In the world of Seichel, I'll be stuck in the whole big sugya. And same thing in Gaiva. What's Gaiva? Gaiva means because I desire that the few small things that I have good, right, I hyper-focus on it. And I become so touched by it and so engulfed by it that that takes over my whole mind. And I have a desire to see your weaknesses. So your weaknesses stand out and then I'm like, wow, look at my mindless, look at his weaknesses, and then I feel bigger. But you didn't look at the whole sugya from A to Z. If you look at the whole sugya from A to Z, maybe you'll see 
that you're not so much bigger. Right? So we're working with this Hispilus Latoyev and Hispilus Lera. So we have to try to learn that. It's a very deep thing, and it's very important to know how a human being works. There's a lot of parts to this, okay? So what I want to do is first read you a little bit from the Chayvis Halavavis that he quotes here, which is unbelievable to understand what Anova is. Okay? So if you look at page 5 in your, in your note, in your pamphlets, if you want to take over here, we have page 5 in the footnote. He brings down the third line in the footnote. He says, Ayin Chayvis Halavavis, Shar Hachnia, Perik Yud. If you look in Chayvis Halavavis, in the chapter or the gate that deals with humility, you will see like this. Very deep. This is what it says. Sholu echad You see that on the bottom there? It's on the fifth page. On the bottom. It's like a footnote. Sholu echad They asked one of the great sages. Had you outstayed or grow above all of your generation? She says, Because I never heard anybody's feelings. Because I never saw. Explain himself. If the person was a chachamimeni, right? Haiti oimeh who yorei lekim yoisimimeni must be that he's a greater yirshamayim. Liyitun chachmosa chachmosim. Im katan mimeni bechachmosim is less smart than me. Emor ki cheshboni yekal mecheshboni biyamadim. Hashem expects less from him. So in Yom Hadin, he will be considered bigger in Hashem's eyes because probably he reached his potential more than I did. Right? Even his Averis are less uh, strong than mine because his Averis are considered a Shogeg. Mine are Mezid because I know better. If he's older than me, if he's older than me, he probably has more mitzvot than me. Because he's been on the planet longer. And he's able to do more mitzvot than me. Right? And if he's younger than me, he had less time to sin. So his averis are less. Or maybe you could say, if he's young, he does not learn it. So his averis are more like b'shogeg, not b'mezid. Right? All kinds of cheshboinists. Why to see each person in a certain way bigger than me? Okay? Once I'm gonna show you why it's not second. Very good question. Hold on a second. If I see a guy who's richer than me, okay? Because of his resources, he's able to serve Hashem better than me. Okay? And if he is poor, so then he has more anava because he's poor. So he's more humble than me. Right? Now this is what he says. Now listen to his words. Very deep. Someone who's 
Seichel wouldn't accept these cheshboinus. Why would I look at one point? He's saying that anova, okay, humility, according to Rabbi Sol Zalanta's definition of humility, is that you have to feel, feel, anova is a mida. You have to feel that there's something more special about everybody that's above you. If he's older than you, he has more zechuyot than you. If he's younger than you, he has less avirot than you. If he's smarter than you, he has more yirat shamayim than you. If he's not as smart as you, so then he's less expected of him. So he ha- he's fulfilling his potential, right? So I can see every single person, in comparison to myself, as greater than me. And therefore, I feel that way. Hergish. That's, that's mitis. We're talking about anovas, the hergish. He's saying, but if I start to judge people using the koyach of seichel, I wouldn't see this. Why? Because why should I look at one thing? Let me see the whole sugi from beginning to end. And let me dissect the human being from all sides like I would the Gemara. Maybe after I finish coming out the whole picture from top to bottom, I wouldn't see it that way. Right? So seichel is... So this is another that we're chayiv, chayiv, chayiv daraisa, to feel a hergish that everybody around me has something more special than me. That's where I have to walk around. But l'chayra, in seichel, this wouldn't make sense. Because I looked at one aspect of your life versus one aspect in my life. That's not the whole sugya, right? So now he's going to go into a whole deep thing of understanding how the human being works with seichel and the spiders. It's a deep thing, and it has to be known how to use it. You have to know when to use seichel, when to use the spiders, how do you use seichel in a good way, how to not use seichel in a bad way, how to use the spiders in a good way, how to not use it in a bad way. It's a big work. And in general, he's going to show us that the avoid of learning Torah is going to be with the seichel. Like I told you before, you could also use a spiderless in learning. When you come out with something in learning, you have to now go it over and over and over until it touches you, because you hyper-focus on one point until it touch, touches you. And that's how you connect with learning. But many, many people today do not have a connection with learning because they don't know how to do that. So therefore, they don't enjoy the learning, or they don't feel touched by it, or connected to it. They have to know how to do that. And then, tefillah in general, tefillah is you just focusing on the point that's being said in the davening to such a point that you think about it, and then you get touched by it. So tefillah is ha-hispailus, and learning is avoidus ha-seichel. And he's going to tell us that Anova is going to be a Koyach using his spilus. We're going to see that because if I take your Mila, your one Mila, and it becomes so wowed by it versus my one Chisaran, so I didn't think about the whole sugya from top to bottom, that creates that feeling. Now, Rebchaim Friedlander will give us a marshal how we do this in life when we have Kaas, when we get angry. 
Okay? Because kas is a spirus. Kas is like a heritage. It's not a, a thinking process. I want to read you a little bit from here so you kind of get the idea of what's going on. It's very deep and I'm going to teach it to you slowly so you get it clear. But you have to know yourself. There's a lot of things here that you're going to learn about yourself and how you work. Very deep stuff. So I want to read you a little bit from Chaim Freeland. You don't have it. I don't have a copy for you, but I'm going to read it for you. He says, Dugma l'koecha is spilus. And a, an example of a koecha is spilus. Adam koes. The guy gets angry. Madua. Somebody said something not nice to you and it hurt you. So all of a sudden you hyper-focus on that point and you get crazy with it. A different guy who's standing on the side and he's looking at what's going on. He saw Ruvain give a shtach to Shimon in the dorm. Okay? He saw it. Okay? Why are you getting so angry? Why? Even though the guy was wrong for saying something to you, you didn't have to go crazy. Why would you go nuts? Human being, the way human being is, if somebody touches your makes fun of you or puts you down, you take like a magnifying glass and you magnify what was just done. You hyper-focus and make it big. It's like super-focused on that point. Sometimes when people are angry, they hurt themselves. Whether spiritual hurt or gashmiyastika hurt or if they over go crazy, they can get fired from their job or whatever it is, right? They can get into a fight with their wife. A lot of Collateral damage. It doesn't make sense. When you're thinking with Seichel, it doesn't make sense to get angry like that. Because when you're working with his spiders, you just super focus on one point. You don't think through the whole sugar from top to bottom. Okay? All the other cohort of Shikul Hadas saying maybe he didn't really mean it, maybe he was having a bad, all the other cheshboinists that would take the whole big picture into consideration are sleeping. They're off, they're shut off because their spilus is working. Okay? So now, this is uh, the idea here that when a person goes into a koyach of a spilus that's able to put everything else to sleep. So if I look at you, now we have to know why the Torah wants this, how it works. I'm going to get to everything. But this is what's wanted. So I take a look at every single Bach in this yeshiva, and I find one Nakuda, which I think that Nakuda is special about that person. Okay? And not only special about that person, special about that person more special than me. Okay? So... Like once I told the Bach or something, and the guy thought I was crazy, but that's what Rabbi allowed to say. So I said, you're better than me. Okay, very funny. No, no, you're better than me. Why? Because I didn't grow up in a generation where the cell phones, you know, there wasn't any, forget about smart ones. There was not existent at your age, when I was your age, right? And you have this dealing with technology, and you're still learning in yeshiva, and you're steiging anyway. Wow. Miss Paul. So you're better. 
But, 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 but think about a hundred other things. No, no, no. Only that. That becomes so hyper-focused with a magnifying glass, and I see that so strong, that it opens up the hergation. I'm the spoil from it. Bishas, I'm the spoil. I don't think about anything else. I only see why you're greater than me. That's called Anab. And that's a Chiyuv. Okay, so it's getting late. We have to stop here. We're going to learn the subject. It's very deep. And you're going to see how it works and why you have to do it that way and all that kind of stuff. Okay? Let's stop there for today.